Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle and I am continuing off of the last episode a little bit and kind of merging a different podcast idea I had. So in the last episode, I was talking a lot about just things no one really talks about when it comes to manifestation, certain things that I think are misconstrued or just common misconceptions. And I ended off and I was about to kind of dive into what to do if your manifestation feels like it's not going according to plan and how to handle that. And so today I got some questions from you guys and I'm going to answer um, a few of them that are just common manifestation questions, kind of the shadow side of manifestation. So we're diving into the shadows, but I'm going to answer these questions in hopes that you have a little bit more confidence in the journey. And when things don't look like they're going in your favor, when you start to feel kind of that inspiration of manifestation dive down a little bit, how do you navigate the ebbs and flows of the manifestation journey is hopefully what some of the questions I picked will answer. Okay, so question number one is what if it's not going according to plan? And I was thinking long and hard about this. And when it comes to manifestation, and if I look honestly at the biggest things that have manifested in my life, for example, my soulmate, my dream job, my dream home. And when I look at how they actually manifested, I could never have dreamt that up in my wildest dreams. I could have never dreamt up that I would book a random flight with my friends and the person that we're meeting is a random childhood friend that we met and I fall in love with him. Could have never planned that one. Secondly, with my dream job, I could have never planned the fact that I go to this like networking event and the interviewer and I really got a good relationship going. And that's why I got my job offer because we created a really common bond. I could never have imagined getting this dream home would be the moment I was like, you know what? It's okay. I don't want my dream home. Um, I'm okay. And then, then I it popped up. So it's so funny because we feel like the most important part of the manifestation journey is how it's going to show up. But if I look at evidence in my own life, my biggest, my most kind of life altering manifestations, I could not have dreamt up the how in the way it showed up. All of that to say, when it comes to not being okay When it comes to being okay with how things are going to flow, 
I know it's scary. So my number one tip for you is to remind yourself that your job in the manifestation process is the what and the why. The universe's job is how, when, where, with who. So all of those questions, ask yourself when your manifestation doubts start to creep up. Ask yourself, does it have to do with the things that I'm responsible for or is it the universe? And I know it's easy to say that, but then it's like, okay, well, I'm still worrying. So what I like to do in those times that I'm worrying is give myself evidence and remind myself of situations where I had no idea something was going to work out and it still ended up working out. So for me, based off the examples I showed you, when I have a desire that I'm manifesting and I don't see like it's not going according to plan and it feels like that's not going my way, I will literally say, you know what, what's evidence in the past when things I wanted went my way and I could not have put it together that way. So that evidence gives yourself gives yourself some relief and a little bit of a break to say, okay, I can take a break, I can breathe and I don't have to put so much pressure on it. Another tip I have for you is surrender the plan completely. If you can't help but focus on a plan and look at the logical step, remind yourself that logic is ego and non-logical ways is your intuition. So tapping into your intuition, surrender the plan and tap into your intuition. And I'm going to actually share an entire episode on intuition exercises very soon. Um, But give yourself permission to connect with your intuition and say, what is it that I want to feel? And how am I giving myself permission to feel a little bit lighter? Intuition, can you guide me? Can you give me a message? Can you give me confirmation that Yes, it might not seem like it's going according to plan, but it actually is. So just creating that line of communication. So I hope that perspective shifts helps. Question number two is, is it possible to manifest the wrong thing? I believe I briefly talked about this, but I think it got cut off in the last episode. So another thing is people always say, well, I'm scared of manifesting the wrong thing. I personally think there is no such thing as right or wrong. I think everything is here to teach you a lesson. For example, I manifested my dream job, but I ended up hating it. Does that mean I manifested the wrong thing? No, that's only if I choose to think of it as the wrong thing. But without that dream job, maybe I wouldn't have actually been able to create this business. Maybe I wouldn't have been able to be in such a low state to the point where I needed to seek out support and seek out practicing my affirmations, look for an app and then get the divine download that I need to create my own app and start my own business. So if it wasn't for that job that I absolutely hated, I wouldn't be here today. And so there's no such thing in my personal opinion of manifesting the wrong thing. You won't know whether or not you like something until it actually shows up. So that's my big invitation to you is take away the label of right and wrong when you are in the process of maybe manifesting your soulmate and you're dating and you're like, oh, it's just not working. I keep meeting these people, but they're not fully kind of connecting with me. It doesn't mean you're manifesting the wrong guy or the wrong girl or the wrong person. What it really means is you're just getting more and more clarity. So if you manifest something and it doesn't come out to be what you expected or what you thought it would do, it doesn't mean you're doing the wrong thing. It just means that you're getting clarity onto why you want it and what you want. So literally, like I said earlier, the roles, right? We are the what and the why. The universe is literally providing you more clarity on what you want and why you want it. For example, 
I thought I wanted my consulting job to be able to travel all the time. I thought I wanted my consulting job to be free, but turns out that travel was actually so exhausting for me, which is why I didn't know that that was my why. And I didn't know that that why was incorrect. It doesn't mean it was wrong. It doesn't mean that it was bad. It was just actually not my deep why. There was a layer deeper. So surface level, I did want to travel, but there was actually more to it. And I did get to, and I was like, hmm, this actually isn't it. So it's more and more clarity rather than something that is right or wrong. Number three is how do you know if you're on the right track? This is a very, very popular question I get, and I could not think of how to put it into words. I couldn't think of like, what is the evidence that you're on the right track on the manifestation journey? Because honestly, philosophically, I fully believe that we are all manifestors. We are all always manifesting and we're all always on the right track, but some signals. And I do think these are some good key takeaways that you're manifesting in more alignment, because I do think ultimately whether or not you want to, you're manifesting. So I think you're on track and I'm holding up air quotes for everyone who's not watching on video. I think you're on track for a few different reasons and for a few different indicators. So the indicator that I want you to kind of start looking out for is if you feel like you have to have your manifestation in hand, you feel like it has to be right there that means you still don't feel like it's yours. You don't feel like it's energetically done. So what this can look like is it can look like you feeling like you don't need your manifestation to feel a certain way. I think that's a really good indicator is that you're already starting to feel good and you're done with that searching behavior. You're done with that desperate energy. That's one really big sign. Another really big sign is that you do see synchronicities. You are seeing angel numbers. You are seeing signs everywhere. You're seeing birds. You're seeing all of these things, which I think are such a good indicator that yes, you are on the right path and that the universe is on your side. And my biggest tip is don't overthink the synchronicities. The other thing is you get inspired action and you get intuitive downloads. So what I mean by this is you're not forcing yourself to take an action expecting a result. So for example, say you're trying to manifest more money. You're not um, forcing yourself to go look for jobs to so that you can receive more money because you're kind of logically, you're trying to play a role into the how Instead, what you're doing is you are like, oh, I actually am going to go to my local coffee shop and put my business card there. And then you actually end up getting a call from your dream client who is a long term 12 month client. So what that means is and kind of the super nuanced difference is that you're not taking action expecting a result. When you take action expecting a result, you're forcing the manifestation process. Instead, you're allowing yourself to be inspired. You're allowing your intuition to guide you. You're allowing your higher self to kind of play a role and you're following the nudges that you're getting and you're just going with it because I think that is a really powerful sign that you're on the right track when you're stopping and you're done taking action, seeking out a specific result. Hi, beautiful friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to hit pause for 15 seconds and share with you about my spiritual membership I created to help you raise your vibration and manifest with ease. 
I created a firm it so you can have access to all, and I really mean all of the spiritual tools you need to step into your higher self and watch your dreams manifest with ease. If you're really ready to dive into your spirituality and connect with your highest self, I invite you to join the Affirmant membership. More details are in the show notes if you're interested. And now let's jump back in. Another thing to know if you're on the right track is just how you feel. Like, does your manifestation and does the thought of your manifestation light you up? Does it excite you? Or do you feel like, uh, it's not here. I'm done waiting. I'm exhausted. Why the heck isn't he- isn't it here? Is there something wrong with me? Because that obviously means that you still don't feel like it's yours or that you're worthy of it yet or fully worthy of it. So I hope that kind of explains some of the indicators of if you're on the right track versus if you're not. One disclaimer I want to make here is in terms of getting on the right track, if you're like, Pyle, well, I am not on the right track. If you feel like you're not on the right track, Take some time and actually practice the tools. I can't tell you how many people I've seen who just follow me on Instagram and listen to my podcast and I'm there in my DMs, we're talking, but they will not and they're too scared to take any action. They're too scared to write affirmations. They're too scared to listen to one of my guided meditations like that are designed to help you align with your vibration. They're designed to help you attract your manifestation and attract your desires. So my biggest advice to you is actually get off of social media get off of scrolling, don't distract yourself and just carve out time to just sit and practice. Whether that means playing with Oracle cards, whether that means listening to a meditation or just journaling, take time to practice because I think when we practice and when you spend time in practice, there's only growth, like only evolution, only positive evolution can come. I think we self-sabotage ourselves because we feel like we can outsmart manifestation. We feel like we can just think it into existence, which I'm not going to lie. I have simply thought things into existence and that actually has detrimented me sometimes. I don't even know if that was a word, sorry, but that actually has held me back sometimes because I'm like, oh, I just thought that into existence. So maybe I can just think everything else into existence and I can stop doing things. So I'll be the first to be super honest with you that I have felt and thought that before. But what I want to, I think your best bet and what I want you to start to do is make it a intention for just start with a week for one minute, 30 seconds or right when you wake up start with one affirmation. Just wake up and say, I'm so grateful I woke up today and build off of that or do something that really connects with you. Maybe that means nothing to you. So find a tool or find a spiritual practice that resonates with you to the point where you are willing to try it for a week, not for a result, not for your manifestation to show up, but simply to see if you can feel an energetic shift And then the more and more you do that, the more and more you will start to be able to be intentional and you'll be like, oh, I know that I feel a little bit sticky in the area of money manifestation. Let me go practice a tool that will help me with that. And you'll be able to start developing self-awareness, but you have to start somewhere. And it's probably the scariest thing to start because it is kind of showing you depths of yourself that you've probably hidden away or been out of touch with for so long. So it can feel a little like social anxiety to meet a different part of yourself. So don't be afraid and be gentle with yourself because I know it can be scary. 
Now, the last question is, how do we normalize and act as if? So when it comes to acting as if, when it comes to normalizing manifestation and embodying all of these kind of buzzwords, right? Normalize, embody, act as if. What that means is really what everyone is trying to say is how do you connect with your manifestation at the identity level? The reason this is important is because if you, okay, I'm going to use my hands. If you on an identity level are here, this is say point A, and your manifestation is at point B, they have to, due to law of attraction, they have to come close together in order for it to merge and cross over. So what they mean by acting as if is how do you start to feel as if your manifestation is real? How do you start to embody the version of you who's already manifested this? What types of thoughts are they thinking? What types of things are they spending their time on? What types of maybe clothes are they wearing? And start to actually practice that and consciously choose to do that. And some tangible examples, and if you guys need more help, what I can do is send me like the version of yourself, send me what that looks like to you. But I think the real kind of problem is we think of our manifestation as something so far-fetched that we don't even think about life after our manifestation. This is the number one thing I see with people manifesting their soulmate specifically is all they want is their soulmate to come up, but they don't think about the rest of their relationship. They don't think about family dynamics, about wedding, about marriage. And you just kind of stop at, I want my person. But after that, you have a whole lifetime with that person, right? So what is that like? And that's the reason, that's probably the key that helped me manifest my soulmate is, okay, I'm over kind of figuring out who it is, but what if I understand what I want to do with that person? And for me, it was travel. And I immediately started to travel and immediately Tom showed up. So it's like, if you're struggling with this embodiment, I want you to write out, get, it's kind of like a script, write out who is the version of you who has already manifested this and how is that different than who you are now? Maybe it's the thoughts that you're thinking, maybe it's your habits and give yourself one action item for every single difference that you can think of to slowly start to embody that. That's probably the most powerful journal exercise you can do for embodiment. It's something I do all the time where I make a list of this is who I am now. This is who I'm going to be when this manifests. What's the difference? And how do I start to bridge that gap? One small step every day. So for example, if who I am right now is let's say job-wise, is getting anxious when applying for jobs, but who I am when it comes to applying to jobs, when I've already manifested my dream jobs, is so grateful that she's manifested her dream job and there's no application. What is one small step I can take? One small step I can take is being grateful that I get to apply to jobs. So it can be whatever comes to mind and you can get creative let your imagination run, but do small things that can help you become who you want to become. Because it's kind of hard if I'm just saying, okay, who is your future self? Tell me about your future self. Like this is probably the most logical kind of structured way to help you get to clear action steps, to clear embodiment items for yourself. And now the last question I want to answer is what if negative things keep happening 
on my journey as I'm manifesting. And my biggest answer to you is I think a lot of people think that once you're on the manifestation journey, no negative things are going to happen. No hard feelings are going to come up. No sticky situations. And that is so false. Um, We all are going to have ups and downs. What manifestation is, is it gives us the tools to handle those with so much more ease. And the more and more we practice and apply those tools, the more and more those situations start to diminish. And I'm talking years that will start to diminish. Like for me now, I feel like I have no drama in my life Um, unless I literally go out of my way to create it. I feel like there is no drama in my life. And it didn't always used to be like that. I used to have a very dramatic life. I used to have a very dramatic family life, so much drama before. But now it's like my life is filled with so much peace because I have slowly built it up to that. So if you're on the manifestation journey and negative or hard situations keep coming up, Give yourself permission to acknowledge it. Don't label it. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't assume that you're not doing something right. Just give yourself permission to say, you know what? Okay, I have the tools. I'm equipped to handle this and manage this. So I'm going to do exactly that. And that's my biggest tip for you in terms of if things are coming up. Some people like to say the universe is going to hand you a test. I actually used to say that too. And I do believe it. I do believe you're handed situations um, just to check, right, how your vibration is. But I don't like to consider it as a test. But I do think we are tested sometimes. So maybe don't label it as a test. But I think a better way that's less test and teacher-esque is to think of we need polarity in our lives. That is a spiritual law. It is a natural law. We need polarity. And so when things feel really hard, it's more so so we can understand and appreciate when things are going really, really good. So instead of thinking of, of it as a test, that's how I like to think about it is like, okay, polarity is necessary. I'm in a polarizing moment right now and I know I can handle this and here's how I'm going to handle it. So those were my top five questions that I got about kind of just the hard part of manifestation. And so I hope some of the things I shared with you are super helpful for you to actually put into practice. Please try the journaling thing I shared with you. It is such a powerful, underrated tool. And if you take away one thing from today's episode, I want you to, and I invite you to, and I challenge you to do one thing for your spiritual self today listen to a guided meditation, listen to sleep affirmations, practice your affirmations, do something for your spiritual self because you have to start at some point. So maybe start today. And if you already have a spiritual practice, add on something that you've been wanting to and you've just been resisting a little bit. So I love you. Thank you for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you could rate, interview the podcast, and share it on your social media, so I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today, and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.